Welcome to the Agoracom Podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, Dubai edition. Uh, and with us today, Andy Davidson, CEO, Chairman of Royal Helium. Why are you going to love this interview? If you love the new space race, then you're going to love knowing that rocket launch activity in 2022 reached a new record high uh, with a liftoff nearly every week. But launch traffic in 2023 is expected to continue even higher with more companies launching from more places like Florida, Virginia, Alaska, and California. So why does that matter to, to Royal Helium? Well, they've already got a helium supply agreement in place with a major space launch company, unnamed, uh, but all of us have kind of narrowed it down to what we believe is either one of NASA, SpaceX, which we all know is Musk deal, Blue Origin, which is the Bezos deal, and that's because helium plays a critical role in space launches. Is that right, guys? It's way beyond balloons. It's MRI magnets, airbags, fiber optic cables, tons of applications. Uh, Royal Helium's got an initial delivery uh, under the supply agreement that would commence in 2023. So this isn't some far out, you know, deal. It's going to, the delivery is going to commence in 2023 and it's going to be minimum offtake of 40% of their, of their Steveville plant capacity. So it's big. And they've started the process of building a production facility that was now financed to production. That's what we're talking about. Here's the press release. Steveville helium plant fully funded with the execution of a binding commitment letters for $17.5 million in credit, in credit facilities. And I'm going to add this on. It's a total of $23 million when you add in some debt and uh, and convertible debt. So, Andy, Rocket Man, welcome back. <laughs> uh, good to be here. And uh, just, just to clarify, Royal Helium is not in Dubai. Yeah. We are. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry. Yes. laughs> but wait, you are you are in the Dubai of helium, right? At the end of the day, you're you're the Dubai of helium, aren't you? Well, I think we're probably the largest exploration uh, region in the world. So, and, and probably the fastest growing production region in the world as well. So, uh, I'm not going to draw that analogy, but I'm I'm, I'm not going to correct you either. So, well, it's fitting that my first ever interview from Dubai is you know I'm in the middle of oil and gas you know oil and gas country. This is it. This is the place, and we're having it with you. And and it's good news. So, hey, this uh, we already knew that this was potentially coming because it had been announced, but. Mm -hmm potentially coming and closing are two different things. Yeah. How much more relief do you feel today that it's closed, done, locked in? What does that mean for the company to have that locked in now? Well, I mean, security, right? I mean, it's, so it, there's always a risk that these things can can fall apart between term sheet and, and binding commitment. And uh, so we went through some, you know, additional significant due diligence and a lot of, uh, a lot of really hard questions, but we skated through it uh, pretty easily. You know, we, we we were very well prepared going into the financing process. So there was no surprises on, on our end or on the bank's end. And really having access to this capital at this point is, is critical to us. It takes the it takes the financing risk just firmly off the table for first production, which is, you know, a pretty amazing thing to say, uh, frankly. And we rarely see this in the small cap states. You secure yeah. debt facilities with leading bank institutions. Yeah. Uh, you know, how, what does that say about they got to do their due diligence? Yeah. What does that say if they're if they're if major bank institutions are locking down this funding with you? What does it say about about you guys? 
Yeah, well, I mean, it says exactly what you think it says, right? So, I mean, these are the same banks who lend to oil and gas majors or, or mining companies or, or anyone, really. I mean, it, it verifies the quality of the asset and the cash flows that will be coming off of it. So, you know, if, if there was skepticism over whether or not our project will deliver or if what we we're doing was economic or worth it, uh, I think we can firmly put that to bed. Uh, banks don't make a habit of, of lending money to people who can't pay it back. So... It's and there a, wasn't a much good. skepticism, but you wouldn't fault some people for having it, not because anything personal against you guys, but you're talking about a supply agreement with a major space launch company. Yeah, Remember, so that's unbelievable. Yeah. Funding from major bank institutions. There might have been somebody, some people thinking this is too good to be true, but it's here, yeah. right? How yeah. does this position you in the world market now as a lithium, as a leading supplier of helium and your ability going forward to be able to deliver on contracts and, and even more so? Yeah, I mean, it... it in our view, and of course we're biased, but it puts us at the front of the pack amongst uh, helium explorers and producers. And we're not, you mentioned it earlier, we're not talking about some theoretical point in the future where we're going to be producing. Like we're two to three months away now. So like it, it's happening. Our facility is being built. It looks like a facility now. Um, it looks like it's going to come in on schedule. So it's, uh, our customers are very happy. We're ecstatic. Um, it allows us the security to go out and, and sell the remaining volumes from this plant. And we're in the process of doing that now, um, which frankly is, is probably going to change the economics uh, to the high side. So it, it's a pretty, pretty good time to be, to be Royal Helium. Yeah. Cause I guess you're going to have analysts and people around the world are going to start doing their math and, yeah. and, and analysis and all that. Let me ask something you, you haven't disclosed and you don't plan to ever disclose. You've said that before who the customer is. Uh, but is it safe to say that, you know, did they give you guys a phone call? Is, are they, are they also really happy about this knowing that yeah. you've got the funding in place yeah. and now there's no risk to their supply, to their supply chain? Yeah, it, it was a big moment for them too. Cause this is, as far as we can tell, it's the first time a, a space launch company has stepped outside of the, you know, traditional industrial gas market and gone straight to a producer and, and, and they came to a, a company that wasn't a producer yet. So they took on a fair bit of risk locking into this deal. And so the fact that we can demonstrate now that financing the facility build is no longer an issue gives them a nice warm and fuzzy as well. So they're ecstatic. Uh, we're ecstatic. The whole sort of operating group around Royal, including the group building the facility and, and all the engineers behind it are just uh, all breathing a big sigh of relief. Because as much as we, we know what our project can do, it's still financing a helium facility in Canada. It's not something that's been done a lot, if ever, no. through major Canadian banks. So it was it was a step outside the box. But you know, the nice thing about how we've how we built things around here is we follow a very methodical process. So everything happens in a series of steps and we follow those steps. And so when you know when they look at the project and say, well, do you have a resource? Well, yes, we do, because we did that last fall. You know, and all, all of these things are in place. So this at the end of the day, it becomes basically reviewing an oil and gas project with, with a completely inert and, and stable cash flow resource. And by the way, helium prices, last we spoke, so I just want to get an update on that with you, have been uh, very friendly because demand, I talked about all the applications, supply is low, demand is high. There are more rocket launches going on this year than the record last year. Uh, is the strength in in helium pricing maintaining itself sure is yep sure is so you know we're in the process of selling that uh, that remaining volume and so we've got we've got proposals coming at us and uh, they're all um 
at or above uh, our existing contract price. So it, it, there's some upside coming. And you know what? When an analyst or whomever or a bank, for that matter, looks at the project, they're going to use the price that you have, right? And so they're going to use the price that we have in our contract of 450. If we, if we manage to come in and deliver a contract at 500, I mean that changes the model completely. It provides additional security on payback. But the, the prices have continued to move up. But the shortage is not going away. The uses are not declining. It's uh, it's a really, really very interesting space to be in. Uh, you've got about $23 million in, in hand in credit facilities, debt, and yeah. convertible debt and all that. How far does that take you, Andy? So ballparkish, how much of that goes to building the plant? Because that, that's got to be done. And how much, you know, how much money do you have, reserve money do you have to do other things? And how 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 far do you think that takes you? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it gets us to to the point where we have cash coming back at us, right? And so that's that's the biggest piece, and and part of that part of that seventeen and a half million dollar credit facility is an operating line of credit that that kicks in once we turn the plant on. So, um, so that just covers any you know material cash flow delays that come from you know the the billing and collection of, of standard receivables. So. That gives us a lot to play with. The plant itself now fully funded, all of the, the trailers that we need to haul helium away funded, the pipeline we need to run funded. Um, everything is, it, it's done, it's done. So we don't need you anymore. I mean, you're the architect who put all this together, but now <laughs> the real work takes place. Now. What are you gonna yeah. do? <laughs> what are you gonna no, do with that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding when yeah. I say that, because you, you you deserve this. Yeah. Uh, give us an idea of the cadence for the rest of the year, Andy. Sure. So. You talk about two, three months, you're two, three months away from uh, from actually beginning production, which I think is unbelievable. I can't wait for that day to come. And then what does ballpark, the cadence look like for the rest of the year? Sure. So we, we do have uh, a number of things sort of in the hopper that'll be coming down. Obviously, we're going to be announcing anything major as we go. And the first thing that you'll probably see from us uh, next will be the the sale of the remaining gas wolves from, from Steve. Wow. That, that's going to be interesting. I think the market's going to like how that looks. Um, we're in the middle of uh, an initial exploration program on some of our Saskatchewan assets. So we announced that a little while ago. So that's nearing completion. And all that's going to do is, is give us additional targets to go drilling. But we still have three wells that we need to go back and test in Saskatchewan. Um, the, the two that we drilled at Ogama and the one at Valmarie. And so look for that sort of post breakup. So that would be sort of, you know, May, June timing. We'll be get back in the field and do those. But those are essentially new wells right i mean we've drilled them we just not tested them so the results that come out of them are going to be the same as they would be if we were drilling a new well so that's some pretty low-hanging fruit for us to bring to market um, and then we've also got uh, the engineering essentially done on the first facility at climax and if everything goes right and it never does but if it did uh, we'd have a facility there uh, operating in 2023 as well so that would be so, you, so potentially you'll have even more inventory to sell to oh, other yeah. customers yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is the thing with our company because we've, we've, we've drilled so many wells already and we've now defined the process of how do you take it from drilling a well to producing a well. It, it's basically just a repeatable system of steps, right? So the facility that we built here, we'll just, we'll build another one, but we'll, it'll be a bit smaller scale for Climax initially. So that just means uh, less costly because uh, if you recall, those wells are, are moderately less productive in terms of flow, but uh, almost double the helium cut. So they produce less gas but more helium so it's it's really a nice it's a nice sort of 
well, almost like a treadmill, right? You put a property on it and the treadmill starts and it comes down and then it rolls off the bottom and you've got gas flowing into a plant. So we've got one field that's ready for the plant. And we've got two others that are potentially ready for a plant as early as, as next year. So it's a it's a pretty good time. To, to is, it, is it fair to say you may not need financing again uh, just from what cash flow might be coming into the company over the next 12 months and then on and on and on after that? Well, yes, that's certainly one way we could go. I mean, the cash flows that are going to come off of this are pretty, pretty material um, and they'll fund whatever we need to do. So then it just becomes a matter of, of pace and scale, right? And uh, how fast do we want to move? But, you know, as we're, as we're into production here at Steveville and paying down the debt on these facilities, I mean, they just become expandable. And that's the relationship we've built with these banks is, you know, like the Canadian Western Bank doesn't, really wake up in the morning and want to do a seven and a half million dollar loan they want to do an initial initial loan into a project and then grow it and that's that's the relationship right. we built with them so as we go to build plant number two at, at climax or three or four um, they want to be there so i think uh our, our path to to growing cash flow was pretty pretty straightforward I'd be remiss if I didn't ask because just to be fair to all shareholders potential shareholders out there look every company has risks mm -hmm. uh, and little weaknesses and things like that. Look, the overall picture today is an unbelievable picture. I think we can all agree it's very hard to find uh, uh, any holes in this. But what are, you know, some of the smaller risks or things like that, that investors or that, you know, you you guys think about, you know, you're always making sure you're staying on top of? Yeah, well, I mean, the biggest one is, is still timeline, right? It's making sure that plant gets finished and installed and commissioned and operating at full capacity on time. Uh, that, that remains uh, our singular focus now that we have the financing locked up it is our singular focus so that, that's the biggest one and of course as we continue to expand and and, and drill new wells um, there's going to be misses i mean we've seen that in the helium space where we've had companies miss on a few wells uh, we haven't missed yet and all that means is that we're going to at some point right there's a miss coming but that's regular exploration risk i mean that's that's part yeah. of the game so well right now you've got enough hits you've got enough hits in place that You've yeah. got a pretty decent idea of what the next eighteen months going to look like. Yeah, we've got we've got an inventory of wells we can go go play with and open up, right? Without having to drill anymore. Um, we will drill more though, just so we're clear on that. Um, and you know, we're getting awfully excited now that the path to production is done at Steeville to get back over to to Nazare and, and start planning out that well, the the first big horizontal well into that enormous reservoir. So that look for that at some point, hopefully in twenty twenty three, because that. Boy, that's going to be a lot of fun. And you want to talk about uh, what keeps you up at night? Uh, that does, both in terms of the risk of it not working, but more importantly, what it means for Royal if and when it does work. It, it, and and by the way, it's not pardon the pun, but it's not rocket science. These you know no, these no. kind of plants have been time eternal. There's nothing that's a brand new process. We say well, no, it's, it's no, pretty, fact, pretty, for the guys building. It's pretty standard, pretty standard construction. Yeah, I mean, in fact, most, awesome. well, not most of, every helium liquefier in the world uses the same technology we're using here. If anything, it's older tech than, than some of the, the the newer membrane stuff. But the interesting thing about it is is the the cost savings and the, and the power savings by going this road, right? So, you know, a similar, a similar plant as Steville, um, done using a traditional membrane separator, ones that were quoted for us anyway, uh, were a thousand more horsepower than what we're using. 
um, to run that facility. So that's that's that much less power we need to generate at site. And as a reminder, we generate all of our power from the minor amount of methane that comes out of these wells. So we're making our own anyway. But I mean, there's a there's a real that's world awesome. scenario where we're a we're a power producer, where we can generate multiple megawatts of power and only use one. Andy, congratulations on you guys bringing the company to this point. It's still uh, unbelievable to watch. And I, and I think it's not just a great thing for Royal Helium. It's not just a great thing for the for the helium space. I think it's a great thing for the small cap energy space to yeah. see big wins like this and tells every, and shows everyone what's possible. And you guys are kind of leading the way. So I'll leave last words to you as to, as to what you want to say to your shareholders now that you've passed this really, really important milestone. Yeah, well, thanks for that. And it, it does provide. I think it's a it's a good news a good news story for the entire you know junior resource industry, saying that these these partners on the financing side are there. Um, if and when you need them and your project is ready, they're there and they'll listen and they'll work with you. So that's that's good. But for our shareholders, I would I would say you know with with the financing hurdle uh, behind us, um, buckle up. Here we go. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Astronauts, buckle up. Shareholders, yeah. buckle up. Uh, it's going to be a great ride in 2023. Andy, thanks for being here, my man. Congratulations. Can't wait to have you guys back. Perfect. Thank you. To everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Andrew Davidson, CEO and Chairman at Royal Helium, Trades in Canada, RHC, for our friends in the US, RHCCF. For those new to the story, because you're seeing rocket launch news, you're seeing massive credit facility being closed and all the financing in place and production and, and plant construction now being financed right through. Uh, and you want to know more about the company, more about Helium and what it's doing, start with their profile page on Agoracom because it is new. Not a lot of us have much experience in Helium, what it's used for, how it's used, how it's found, how it's discovered, how it's produced. So we got great information on their profile page. And once you've got that base knowledge, that great base foundational knowledge, head right over the Royal Helium website, do your due diligence because if you believe in the future of aerospace travel, and we set a record last year in rocket launches, and we're going to set another record this year, then you've got to look at Royal Helium. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then, don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform, so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.